Welcome to another episode of Happy Without Medicine. And in today's episode, I'm going to be offering you a quick tip. This is something that you can use to help navigate through challenging problems that you might currently be facing. So enjoy the episode. Welcome to Happy Without Medicine, and I'm your host, Dr. Yuandi, a medical doctor, therapist, and a fierce advocate for your happiness. My mission here is simple, to help professional women just like you create a life you're excited to wake up to. It's time to make the happiness you feel on the inside match the success others see on the outside. Let's get started. One thing that I've noticed in working with my clients is that many of them confuse problem solving with worrying and ruminating. They often have this false impression that the longer and the harder I think about a certain problem, the more likely I am to come up with a solution with it. And unfortunately, they've had enough success with this type of problem solving where they think and they think and they think and they're ruminating and processing things over and over in their head. And eventually, maybe because of their worrying, for one, but usually just because of the passage of time, they get a solution. And so they have this false idea that the more I worry about something and the harder I think about something, the more likely it is I am going to get a solution. Of course, when you get a solution, it feels good. You get that positive reinforcement, which makes you want to worry about things all over again and repeat the cycle. The problem though is that worrying is exhausting. I mean, if you've had a situation where you are thinking about a certain problem and you're processing it and you're worrying about it and you're ruminating over it. And every moment you get your thoughts return to that particular situation, you might find that physically you're more tired. It's four o'clock, it's the end of the day and you're ready to go to bed. (laughs) Or it's 11 a.m. and you're ready for a nap. Research has shown that even though the brain only is about 2% of our total body weight, it uses up 20% of our energy, 20% of our calories, which is a huge percentage relative to the weight of this organ. And so when you are using your brain to worry and to process and to think and overthink, it's using more calories, you're going to feel more tired physically and also mentally. And so I want you to think about a problem that currently keeps coming up for you. If you are like 80% of the population, some of those worries might be financial. Maybe you're worried about your kids. Maybe you're worried about your job. Maybe you're worried about your relationship. Think about a particular situation that you are currently worried about And I want you to be honest with yourself. When you are thinking about this problem, are you problem solving? Are you coming up with solutions? Or are you just replaying the same scenario over and over in your head? Are you playing the same catastrophe, the same worst case scenario, the same 
worst possible outcome? Are you jumping from one conclusion to another? Are you asking yourself, Emilian, what if this? What if that? What if this doesn't happen? What if that doesn't happen? Are you being productive in your thought process or are you just ruminating, worrying, wasting energy, valuable energy and draining yourself both physically and emotionally? If you're being honest with yourself, the truth is that most of us are not productive when we worry. And today I wanted to share a tip that has been helpful for me in being more strategic about how I come up with solutions for problems. And it's something that I share with my clients. And it's something that I also want to share with you too. And so the quick tip that I want to offer is reframing the problem. Instead of sitting in your head and thinking about what if this happens, thinking about the worst case scenario, grabbing a pen and a piece of paper, yes, we are talking about action here, grabbing a pen and a piece of paper and reframing the problem and asking yourself, how can I insert outcome here, right? How can I increase my income? How can I get out of debt? How can I get my kids to listen to me more? How can I foster meaningful connection with my spouse? Taking the problem out of your head where you are just turning it over and over and over and over again, taking it from where you're thinking about it and actively working towards a solution by reframing the problem, asking yourself what the outcome you want is, and asking yourself the question, how you can get to the outcome. Once you do that, you unlock this part of your brain that is now primed to looking for solutions, that is now primed to noticing solutions. Have you ever had a situation where you have maybe bought a type of car or maybe you've bought a type of purse or type of pair of shoes And the next thing you know, you start to see the car everywhere or you start to see the purse everywhere. You start to see the shoe everywhere. It's because our brains are very efficient. We filter out information that we deem not useful, whereas we let in information that has some meaning or significance to us. So the moment you buy a, let's say, red Toyota Corolla, for example, you start to notice this red Toyota Corolla everywhere. Not because all of a sudden the manufacturers have started making the car the minute you bought it, but because your brain is primed to notice the car. All of a sudden the car is meaningful to you. And so your brain isn't filtering out that information anymore. It's registering it. So going back to this problem you have, you ask yourself, how can I get out of debt? How can I increase my income? How can I get my kids to start listening to me What that does is it primes your brain to say, hey, we need to start paying attention to possible solutions or information that could connect to come up with a solution, right? Similar example, when you become a mother and you start to notice cries, a baby crying, (laughs) you could be at the mall and you hear a baby cry and all of a sudden, whereas in the past you might have ignored it you are on high alert to find out, okay, is that child my child or not? Your brain is primed to notice that information. After you write the question down, take some time to sit quietly and think. 
So you've asked yourself a question. Now sit down quietly and think about it. If you're someone who prays, pray about it. Pray about it. Connect with that part of you that is quiet when you are distracted, when you're busy, when you're worrying. That part of you that is creative with problem solving, but just can't get a word in when your brain is so noisy with worry and questions and what ifs and catastrophizing and all of that. Sit down quietly and see what comes up for you. You will be surprised at the innovative, creative solutions that come up when you just give that part of you a chance to speak, to offer solutions, to offer ideas, right? And so I want to offer this to you as a challenge. If there's a problem right now that is sitting on your desk or sitting on your mind that is keeping you up at night, waking you up in the middle of the night with worry, grab a journal, grab a pen and ask yourself, write the question down. How can I dot, dot, dot? What is the outcome that you are looking for? And just start to pay attention to solutions that become more obvious to you because your brain has gone from worry mode to problem solving mode, has gone from being dormant to now being activated to notice certain solutions. And so this was just a quick tip. I challenge you to try it. It's something that has worked for me. It's something that has worked for the women that I work with, and I really want to offer it to you. And so to end this episode with a quote, this is a quote by the late Irma Bombeck, and she said, worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it never gets you anywhere. And I completely agree. There is a difference between worrying and problem solving. And I hope this episode has encouraged you to make the switch from the former to the latter. And so if you found this episode helpful, as usual, make sure to share it. And I want you to also let me know how the strategy works for you. Remember to be patient with it. The more complex the problem, the longer you might have to sit with it and think through it. But remember, we're thinking through this and not worrying over it. Okay? Until next time, remember, I am fiercely advocating for your happiness. Bye. Thank you for joining me, Dr. Yuan Di, on the Happy Without Medicine podcast this week. If you enjoyed this episode, I would so appreciate it if you could give it a review on Apple Podcast because it helps Happy Without Medicine pop up when other women are searching for ways to find their happiness again. And visit happywithoutmedicine.com to view the complete show notes and other resources mentioned in today's episode. I'll catch you next time.